Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is Chris here, and this is the Tips for Lawyers podcast, where I can help you hopefully come up with something useful based on what I'm going to say that's actually going to help you in your legal career, your day-to-day practice, your legal skills, whatever it might be. That is what I'm here to do. And today we are talking about chunking. Now, chunking is not an immediately obvious legal skill. Uh, But once I explain to you what it actually is, I suspect that you'll see that it is part of what you have learned in law school and that if you can more deliberately and consistently apply it to legal problem solving, then you're going to get some excellent results for starters. But secondly, you're going to avoid some of the significant amounts of stress that can occur when you're faced with particularly complicated legal problems. So I first came across the term chunking as part of my psychology studies, where it was a memory tool. So if we take 19142017, that's a long-ish number, and obviously we'd make it much, much longer to make it more difficult. But if I just remembered 1914-2017, the two years with four digits each, I only have to remember two numbers. So what I'm really doing is chunking it into pieces. I'm taking a very complex string of numbers and I am turning them into a much smaller string of numbers because the way my brain works, I'm only then remembering two things. That is not what we are talking about today. What we are talking about today is parceling out your more complicated legal problems into identifiable smaller pieces. So initially, when you're in practice, what you may find is you're given very refined and discrete tasks, normally from someone who knows exactly what they need you to do. They say, read this and then do one, two, three, four, and five, and you do that, and that's pretty easy. But that is the spoon-fed approach to legal practice. And over time, what of course happens is uh, you get a folder on it with a post-it note that says, action this, or something equally helpful as that. Uh, And just a a side note, I did in fact get a folder once with that on it, uh, and it was hilarious. Luckily, I worked three feet away from my boss, so I was able to seek clarification of exactly what that meant. But that's going to happen. And at that point, you're going to have a series of questions, mostly regarding, well, what on earth am I actually supposed to do? And this is where chunking comes into play. So with legal problem solving, normally what is involved are a series of steps that are designed to produce a particular outcome. Now, you normally need to know what available resources you have, what available resources you need, and what the required output actually is. So what is it you're actually doing? Are you drafting a pleading? Are you completing schedules in a precedent document? Are you opening a file? Are you drawing an estimate? Are you writing a letter of advice? Are you just trying to give a summary file note? Are you doing research? There are mass loads of options available to you. And the question really becomes, how are you going to figure out what you should do in order to achieve that result where it is not immediately obvious, okay? I don't like using systems like this where it's just obvious and you're going to spend more time planning than you are actually doing the task itself. So if your job consists of tasks that are immediately and completely obvious and you don't ever need to 
worry about thinking through the problem-solving aspect, then this is not really going to be a good strategy for you. However, if you are in an area where you have to give advice in particular, or where you have to draw pleadings, then you're usually going to have a number of steps available to you, and you're going to need to figure out which steps you need to do. So what I strongly suggest you use is a piece of paper and a pen or a whiteboard, if you're lucky to have one, or something along those lines, and just start drawing out the various aspects of what it is you have to do. Because that sort of visual breakdown of your job is going to make things a lot more easy. And you might then prepare a task list or an action list after doing that. But this way, you can start drawing lines and connections between the pieces. So what do I mean? If you have, say, a contract dispute and you're supposed to draw a pleading, then you're going to start mapping out the tasks that you need to do. So if you need to draw a pleading, and I'm assuming that you know roughly what the law behind this pleading has, has to be, but you just need to sort out what it is you know, need to know, and might need to ask. So the first thing you're going to do might be draw two circles with the names of the relevant parties in them, okay? And as you dig into the file, and you see that the only name of one of the parties you've got is actually a trust name, maybe you need to then draw a little arrow out saying, who is the legal entity or who is the trustee? Question mark. You might also ask, are we suing in our capacity as trustee or are we suing them in their capacity as trustee or not? So even just identifying the parties can itself come with those questions. And this helps you identify those questions without trying to just remember everything or having a million sticky notes. What are we going to do then? Well, we might draw a line going between them with the contract specifications. So do we have the contract? We draw a line from party A to party B, and then an arrow down saying contract, written, date, X, and then you might be able to identify that in your document. Was it wholly written, or was it partly written and partly oral? Was it varied? What were the terms of it, and where do you find them? These are the sorts of things you might jot down, because they're going to make your life easier to be able to put your hands on it later. And as you do that, you might arrive more questions. Was this contract ever formed? Were the elements of the contract actually done? Was there offer and acceptance or was there an offer and a counter offer, for example? How are you going to identify the legal issues? And this is, to me, a particularly good way of doing it. And I'm not going to describe in any more detail that particular process because hopefully you get the idea. You're just going to do essentially a a flowchart or a mind map or whatever it is that makes most sense for this particular job. And that will help you chunk the job down. Now, if you're anything like me, what you're going to end up with is a ton of lines and arrows and notes and things that don't necessarily make sense. So what you want to do then is probably to write a list. What are the questions you need to ask? What are the key things that you already know? And roughly map out exactly what you need to do in order to take this particular task from start to finish. And that is how you are going to chunk out your complex tasks. It's going to help you identify the questions that you need to ask. It's going to help you identify the legal issues that you need to resolve. It's going to help you identify the key documents that you need to be able to put your hands on quickly, or you might want to just have a little bundle of key documents or a folder of key documents, depending on what sort of uh, process you're using there for your management tools. 
The chunking process makes those sorts of things easy. And then within each of these big chunks, you're going to have smaller chunks and then details and then minutiae, and that's fine. You will get to that at some point. But consider what we have achieved. When we started in our example before, what we had was a folder with action this written on it, which meant please draw a pleading so that A can sue B. Now what we have, rather than just a gigantic task where we look at it and go, well, okay, what exactly am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to go about it? Rather than having one big task, you have a series of identifiable smaller tasks. Identify the contract understand the parties, ask these questions, research this law, check into this issue, find out what our damages are, consider what experts we need. These are the sorts of questions that are going to arise during the process and they give you a really handy to-do list for any complex legal task. So rather than just sort of running around like a chook with your head cut off because the task actually seems insurmountably large, you have a series of smaller tasks none of which are completely overwhelming, but all of which will move you further towards achieving your particular goal. Okay, so that is how chunking works. And as you do it, you're going to find it becomes more and more second nature. Sometimes you might not need the flowchart or the mind map anymore. You might just be able to do it in your head, okay? I've got this, I know I need to do one, two, three, four, five. You've already got your checklist and then you can get going. So as with everything, You'll find your own pattern, you'll find your own system, you'll find your own way of doing it that achieves a good result, doesn't waste a ton of time in the planning phase, but ultimately results in you being more efficient and capable of dealing with these larger, more complex tasks. So if you are feeling overwhelmed, I highly recommend this chunking approach to doing things. It will allow you to approach these really complex problems with much more confidence and with the ability to get it done in a more timely fashion. That is all I had today. I would, as always, love it if you would leave a ranking or a review or a subscribe wherever you're subscribing from. This has been the Tips for Lawyers podcast. I'm Chris Hargraves, and I will see you next time.